1: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: This is an encore presentation of The Night John Lennon Died on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll podcast. It's a Pocket Podcast episode of the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll, brought to you by 1CBD and by Crooked Eye Brewing in the heart of Hapro. Marcus, December 8th, 1980 is coming up on 40 years since that tragic day in rock and roll history when John Lennon was murdered. And you and I have discussed this many times, the, the event itself and circumstances surrounding it. But it was such a heartbreaking event for me that it took until last year for me to even be able to go up to Strawberry Fields, not far from the Dakota, where John was gunned down on that fateful night in 1980.
1: Former Beatle John Lennon is dead. He was shot a short time ago outside his Manhattan apartment building. He died at Roosevelt Hospital. Police have a suspect in custody.
2: Former Beatle John Lennon murdered in New York.
1: Got that limousine, and they went inside the gate. And then all of a sudden, they heard five, six shots, and that was it.
2: Four cops pulled John Lennon out and put him into the back of a police car. And his mouth—he was bleeding from his mouth—and he—he was a terrible sight.
0: You know where I was that night, and uh, some people who know us know where I was that night. It was a Springsteen concert in Philadelphia. The events were captured, I guess you'd say, by uh, my production buddy Tony Maddox. And when I put the words down, he illustrated it and really, in a lot of ways, showed me how this podcast could sound. With the work he did uh, on my telling of the night John Lennon died. And it has been posted as a blog on our website, right? hmm We wanted to present it as a, like a little podcast as we approach the 40th anniversary. But we just wanted to come in and present this little mini episode i guess you'd say it's a podcasting when it was still in its infancy you got any thoughts you want to add? you were at a
3: bruce springsteen show i was watching monday night football when the wow. news of john lennon's murder were made public by howard Cosell. and watching with your folks i was watching with my father and it's bizarre because i had just gotten double fantasy like Two or three weeks before it had just come it's out, come out. Yeah, it November seventeenth or something like that was the release date, and I had listened to it. I, I still remember hearing just like starting over the first time, and I still remember hearing those songs on not only rock radio but top forty radio, and how much I was hearing them in those first few weeks of the album so i was really liking the album and then all of a sudden one of the most important guys ever in music that i had heard about was gone because of some crazy motherfucker
0: that's all you can say about
3: it yep i'm not saying his name
0: no i i never have and will never Different times in our lives, different perspectives of the same event. I didn't know that you had been watching Monday Night Football with Dad when that came through. Yeah, 14
3: years old, so we were watching it.
0: Well, let's get a word from Crooked Eye and then come back and get to that original podcast here on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. Well, it gets to be the holiday season, Marcus. You know, you start thinking about gathering with friends and in a lot of cases over a pint or over Pennsylvania Distilled Spirits Or some wine or cider. Gee, where could we go? How about our favorite? It's Crooked Eye Brewery.
3: Right in the heart of Hatboro. It's a great place to share memories with friends and hear live music as well.
0: Speaking of live music, you can find out who's coming to play when on their Facebook page. And as always, the beers are continually being updated. As well as your favorites on tap, the Crooked Eye. Right there in the heart of Hapro and in the heart of Delco out by you.
3: Yeah, a few miles down the road from me at Jamie's House of Music, where you can see live music and grab a pint of your favorite Crooked Eye beer.
0: And if you're going into the brewery location in Hapro and you have a Crooked Eye fan in your life, stop by, have a pint, buy a gift card for the holidays, and stock up on Crooked Eye merchandise. We know the holidays are always crazy,
3: so if you want to slow down, make sure you stop by and make it Crooked Eye. Now that we are refreshed, Ray, what do you say we move more into the meat of the... Matter? uh, The meat (laughs) of the matter, yes, Yes. and share your podcast (laughs) or your uh, little moment where you retold your experience of the
0: night John Lennon was murdered. This was recorded about five years ago at the 35th anniversary of, of that night, And um, I haven't listened to it a lot. I noticed that it gets a lot of interest on our website. And I think I figured out why. Because I re-listened to what we're about to listen to together in the last few days. And I realized how emotional my telling of my tale of The Night John Lennon Died is.
1: Our life together is so precious. Together we have grown. We have
0: grown. And so we thought we should put it in a pocket podcast form, get it out to you guys so you can all hear it. We uh, put you in the imbalance time machine, grab a couple of brewskis from Crooked Eye, and let's go back now and uh, hear the tale of December 1980. That month was filled with excitement in my world. I had scored tickets to see one of my heroes, Bruce Springsteen and his amazing E Street Band. Just weeks before, the boss had released this treasure trove of amazing music that he called The River. These three shows were bound to be amazing as I had purchased the maximum number of tickets for the last two nights and was going to be seeing the shows with the biggest Springsteen fans in my world. To top that off, I was going to cover the shows for my college station, WTSR, in Trenton. So December 8th arrives, and we all pile into the car and head down 95. Me, my wife, our daughter Jessica, and our friends Alex and Nancy, and my brother Classic Joe. The show itself was amazing as Bruce pulled from his first four albums while making the double album The River the backbone of the night. Out of the gates with Born to Run, Prove It All Night, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, and Darkness on the Edge of Town, and they were off to the races with an astounding 31-song performance. It was wild and sweaty, pure E Street band. The leader of the band, he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand, taming this untamable rock and roll beast, a spectrum crowd. In the middle of the set, they played songs that I hadn't seen them play, Fire, Because the Night, and the kickoff of any holiday season, Santa Claus is Coming to Town high energy finish doesn't begin to describe the sprint to the finish with jungle land i'm a rocker and a smoking detroit medley all giving every last ounce of energy the man had that night after the lights came up my gang settled in the seats while i went to phone in my report in the days before cell phones that meant loading one of the long row of pay phones with quarters and making it quick so the studio line rings, and it's answered by our GM, Greg Berniker. Confused, I asked why he was working that night, and he said, where are you? After I said it was at the concert and calling him my report, he stopped me and told me the news. John Lennon had been shot in New York City earlier and was dead.
3: Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses, an unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival.
0: As the shock of his words washed over me, I looked down the row and noticed the other people on payphones, most likely calling to tell their ride that they were ready to be picked up, were all in tears and hysterics. I babbled something to Greg and and hung up. Returning to the seats, everyone was chatting and joking and someone noticed my demeanor and said, what's wrong? I then had to tell everyone what I had just heard. I can't imagine the look on my face, but I remember their response as my words sunk in. We started the walk out and to the car silently in contrast to the energy that everyone had been experiencing just 15, 20 minutes before. As we reached the street, I heard Beatles music coming from a car and the driver shouted, they killed John Lennon. I remember getting to the car, and MMR was playing Dizzy Miss Lizzie, which still takes me back to that moment whenever I hear it. The ride home was a blur. My brother drove. The only thing I remember is my daughter quietly asking, what's wrong with Daddy? Someone in the backseat quietly explained, and all I really heard was your dad's hero. The next day, I was on the air at 10 a.m. and started my show with the pronouncement of what we knew and then played Number Nine Dream. The phone started ringing. One young Trenton Stater asked incredulously, What did you just say? I told him the news again, and he confessed that he'd gone to bed early after studying the night before. The day went on with music and tributes and word that Yoko said that the Bruce's concert in Philly that night should go on as planned. The boss would provide the salve for this gaping wound. I'd just
1: like to say one thing. i appreciate it. That it's a hard night to come out and play tonight I mean, so much has been lost to,
2: to me. The first record, the first record that I ever learned was a record called Twist His Shout. It was a big
1: and if it wasn't, if it wasn't for John Lennon, we'd all be somewhere very different tonight. things that
2: are just unlivable. And it's a hard night to come out and play, but there's just nothing else you can do.
0: The December 9th show was like a mega tent rock and roll revival. Bruce talked about the events in New York the night before and put on even more of an intense show if that's possible than the one on the 8th back-to-back jungle lands making three in a row if you went on the sixth would normally have been one of those unthinkably amazing occurrences and what most people would have been talking about after repeating the same encore as he did on the eighth the band left the stage and after waving goodnight bruce began following them down the stairs and about halfway down there was a commotion below him and the boss did a 180 and the band follows him back up He said something about almost forgetting this one and launched into Twist and Shout. And over the next few minutes, it took that crowd to an otherworldly place, but also applied some serious first aid to 16,000 hearts, bleeding for the loss of a man who preached unity and peace was felled by senseless violence. The revival then folded its tent and moved on to Providence. The first week of December, for me, for many years, saw clouds of gloom gather as the 8th approached. Over time, the heaviness of the anniversary lightened slowly at first. I know now that feeling if it shows up and can manage to work through it. But December 8th will always be a dark day. Now, almost 35 years after a day when evil won and peaceable people worldwide had some of their innocence stolen, we remember and look forward to a day when the world will indeed live as one. Gets me every time, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you do a performance of something and you don't think much about it. And I remember hearing that this had originally gotten a big response as far as hits when it was first released. And I really kept up on all that stuff. I didn't understand podcasting back then. And as I see how these things go, I'm glad that we put that out there in this episode. Yeah. I think it shares, for anybody in Philadelphia who went to those Springsteen shows, I think it shares a lot of uh, the same commonality and there's probably a number of people nodding right now who listen to us in the philadelphia area that were there it's one of those things man it's one of those strange places you were at a strange time in common shared experience life here in the 20th century 21st century yeah yeah
3: I was thinking about this while we've been putting this episode together, and you that night were at a Bruce Springsteen concert. The energy of a Bruce Springsteen concert is so feel good and dance and boogie and have Mm -hmm. fun and sing and rock and roll. And then to have this guy have to, who is one of the most upbeat, live, and amazing human beings when it comes to concert performances, has to bring it all down to a level that you're just like, holy fuck. And... Well,
0: the next night was the thing, you know, as they tell it in the story, you know, that, that, that we were all able to get together and somehow heal a little bit mm-hmm. and 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 process it a little bit together with this same common experience of the night before so many people were there for both nights. It, it's something that if you experienced it, if you were there for the, those shows and, and those nights, uh, you run into somebody and you can start talking about it like that. And I've had that happen, so... Thanks for letting me share this with everybody, Marcus. I know it's a, kind of a, a, a somber occasion, but also it gives us a chance to remember John Lennon and all we loved about him. You
3: bet. I'm glad that uh, we got to share these stories because everybody that was around at that time period has a John Lennon story from the night that he was
0: killed. So we'll catch you on the next episode, and we thank our sponsors, One CBD and Crooked and Eye for their support of everything we do here. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus in the Darkest. And this is The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Happy Christmas,
1: Coco. Happy Christmas, Julian. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And a new one just begun. And so this the yeah. yeah.
3: Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio, the new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football